Hey guys, welcome back to the Landco Podcast. I wanted to give you guys a quick update on a series we have coming up that's going to take place over the next two or three years. Ryan and I are in the process of buying a farm in Fulton County, Illinois, just northwest of Canton, with the goal of turning it into a premier waterfowl hunting farm. We think it's kind of a cool podcast idea because right now the farm is largely undeveloped. So um, we want to kind of walk you guys through our thought process and, you know, first of all, how we identified this farm, um, but more importantly, how we designed it, what we're going to do and how we do it. Uh, and literally take you guys alongside the design through the construction um, and through, you know, the next few years to see how the waterfowl and wildlife respond to it. But um, that's what we're doing over the next couple of years, uh, we kind of see it being um, kind of a multi-phase project, um, simply because we don't have the, you know, this is our farm. So if it was a client's farm, we'd go all in and do it as quickly as possible, um, if that's what they wanted. On our farm, it's a little different because um, we just don't have the time to do everything in, in one year. So we're looking at a two or three year process. Um, and the plan is to kind of have different episodes with updates, um, following construction projects, following kind of any new um, update in what's going on at our farm in the process of turning it into what it is now, which is largely undeveloped, to what we hope is an incredible waterfowl farm. So a little bit on the farm um, and what we have identified so far, and I'm actually leaving here um, to go out to the farm because I believe we're starting uh, one of the wetlands today. Um, but here's what we have. Uh, you guys will have to bear with me a little bit. I'm using a keynote here recording the screen because those of you that are listening uh, instead of watching, you will be able to go online to like wherever we post it on the, the blog page. And I believe I can publish these um, keynote presentations so you can hop on and, and see some of these pictures because throughout this process, we'll take pictures um, and maybe some video of what's going on. Uh, it'll just kind of provide like a more a clearer picture of what's going on. So if you're listening and we're talking about it, you can always head over to the website, check out that page and I'll, I'll hopefully have this um, presentation published so you can walk through the same pictures that the video sees. So um, the property we are buying is actually part of the old double cluck farm. Um, as most of you know, that's been broken up into parcels uh, and sold, but Ryan and I bought two of those parcels, okay? So uh, what we ended up with here is 137 acres, a little over 137 acres. So the first thing that we looked at when we, we identified it, um, well, first of all, for us, it was important to have income just because um, we need that income to help, help float a property. So um, right off the bat, we were able to check that off because I think it's um, of the 140 or whatever this is, it's about half tillable. So um, we knew that that was gonna provide us enough income to help float the property. And it provides some opportunities to um, to field hunt. Uh, you know that those crops are good for the waterfowl, so it kind of provided a lot of opportunities there. Um, once we got past that, um, we wanted to make sure that that it was feasible. Like, hey, if we build all this stuff um, and design this property, are we in the right area? Is it going to be as good as we want it to be? So uh, we believe the answer is yes. And here's how we backed into that. Um, first of all, as part of the old double cluck farm, which as you guys know, um, has been a hunt club that we have owned for the past five, four or five years. And it's been a pretty successful waterfowl farm. The, in our mind, the only thing preventing it from being 
premiere is the fact that we have, you know, whatever the number was, 50 members out there, um, you know, just the vehicle traffic, the hunting pressure. And we were aware of that. I mean, it's not, I'm not complaining too much about that because that's what allowed us to, to get the income to carry the property for five years. But the downside of that is that you don't really realize the potential of a property because, you know, there's too much pressure, there's too much traffic, um, all that stuff. So in our mind, um, and Ryan has, has been out, I think he's been hunting there for like 30 years. So he actually remembers, um, you know, back when he said it was better than it was the last five years, because I think at that point, maybe only owners hunted it um, and guessed, but the, uh, the pressure was a lot less. And from people that I've talked to that have hunted it back then, uh, it was incredible back then. And we believed that a lot of that is pressure. So right off the bat, we were able to say, hey, we think it's only gonna get better if we shut down, um, if we shut down the pressure, um, only hunt it, you know, less than it's been hunted, you know, one, maybe two days a week, something like that. Uh, so off the bat, we say it's a good location. We think it'll work. Um, but then if we zoom out even further, and, and this is maybe what, well, not maybe, it's one of the reasons that Double Cluck was a good spot. But if you zoom out here, uh, and I'll show you on this keynote here, if you look at this stuff, um, it's it borders Lakeland Park. Uh, well, our track doesn't, but um, the old Double Cluck farm does. So just to the east um, is Lakeland Park, you know, no hunting over there. That's Lakeland. If you're looking just to the northwest, uh, and these lines aren't right, but there's double T and I don't know if it goes down here or not, but it's a, it's a big state park, holds a lot of birds. So we have that, uh, just south of that is Hitchcock's farm. I don't know what those lines, but, uh, I've hunted at Mike's and, you know, it's an incredible experience. So all this stuff, you know, is pretty close to what we have here. So we're thinking location's good. And up north, you know, just looking around, you can see all these uh, little strip mine bodies of water. So location should be good. Um, so that's how we had identified kind of like, hey, is this spot good for what we want? Um, so we backed into that. We're good to go there. So now we look at the farm and say, well, what can we do with it? Okay. Um, is there a spot for a wetland? Because right now we have no, well, there's a little bit, but there's, there's no food on the property. Um, there's not a lot of water. There's a lot of water in the area, but not on what we have. So um, a lot of the stuff's already been taking place, a lot of this research. But the, the quick answer to what we're hoping to accomplish over the next couple of years is yes, there was a great spot for a wetland. Um, we think there's a spot that we can convert a, um, an old wetland that wasn't very effective into a lake. Um, we can increase the amount of tillable, all these things, uh, maybe a, another wetland in the future. All these things we, we believe will help turn it into what we want, okay? So uh, quickly, uh, kind of what we identified, uh, and again, as we do this, so walk you guys through this, but just as like a, a forecast of what this um, series will entail, we're starting by building a wetland, okay? Um, let me pull this up. In the, uh, it'd be, well right now it's just a big tillable field that we call center field, but uh, the topography allows for a pretty decent sized wetland. So what we were looking for is kind of a gradual slope. Um, so a smaller levee would flood a bigger area. And we found just a perfect spot. You can look at like topography lines that provided by like 
you know, Google or MyTopo or even like some county websites have them. The problem with those for wetlands is you're only talking like we're looking for four foot water or so or less. Most of those contour lines on those sites are like 10 foot lines. So you can kind of identify spots, but that's about it. Um, so what we did is just kind of drove around and like eyeballed it. Like, you know, where's a big low spot that can hold a bunch of water if we put a levee up? The spot that we found, there was actually already a levee in place. We'll just have to increase the size of it. Um, was on the northeast side of the property. And it's going to look something like this. Somewhere in there. Um, just to the west of that. You can kind of see it right now, this low area right here. That was an awful drawing. But that low area right there um, currently is what they call Clam Lake. And they call it Clam these names were kind of given to us when we bought the property. It was never a lake, it was a wetland. Uh, they drain it, it's about, um, it's this area right here. It's about eight acres, I believe. The problem with it is that um, it sits really low. So ducks do use it, but they didn't use it as much as most of the other wetlands out there. So, and it takes all the water from this big lake um, up here. This is the main lake on Double Cluck coming down. So it handled a high volume of water. So like the trenches were deep, it sat wet, um, it had a bunch of uh, Phragmite. So essentially as a wetland, it didn't work very well. What we are hoping to do is um, raise this dam here. The dam is right here. Raise that. And um, we don't know exactly what water elevation we can get yet. Um, we're still dealing with the neighbors a little bit, but we know for sure that we can get another four to six feet, um, which wouldn't be the deepest lake, lake in the world. We'd be looking at somewhere like 12 feet or so, um, deep enough for fish, but as important as that, it would give us a kind of a, a reservoir of um, like a body of water that we could pump out, out of for all of our wetlands. So um, also it gives a bigger body of water. So that eight acres, you know, turns into we don't know exactly yet, but that eight acres turns into, you know, 14 or 15, a good sized lake. So that's um, another project we have, um, a sunflower field over here, Ryan already planted. A lot of the stuff we want to turn, well, here's another wetland we might do, um, but a lot of the stuff we want to turn into tillable that's not, um, just to increase income, have little pockets of food over there. but. That's our plan. Um, and again, a lot of the stuff is going to change as we get moving. There's no power out there, so we might need to run some power around, maybe even all the way up to the pits. But um, that is the plan moving forward. So that's it for now. Um, that's the quick update. Um, and there's no real schedule on like, you know, weekly episodes or, or monthly. We're just going to kind of keep keep them coming as we do projects or as we have new ideas or thought processes. So uh, again, this a lot of this stuff will take place over the first year, but uh, we won't be done. You know, no farm is ever done, but we won't be done with all we want to do, like the major things for probably two or three years. So um, it's going to take a while, but um, we kind of think each episode will be cool in itself. So um, we thought it'd be a cool series to do. So that's what we have coming up um, over the next few years. Thank you guys for listening. And um, hopefully we'll be back shortly with the first episode because we are starting the 
wetland today. So thanks for listening. We'll be back again, um, hopefully in a few days.